It's free organic reach. I don't know what else to tell you. You post something and 80,000 people might see it. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. So everybody, uh, how, how's it going so far? How's the, uh, how's the day been going? Been going good. great. Great, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Solid. Great. All right, so why don't we go around, Joe, maybe you'll call on people. And yeah. what we're doing here is going kind of in-depth consulting. So uh, would love to spend one minute on, you know, who you are and, you know, and a little bit about yourself. Um, and, uh, and then I'll go back around and I want you to think about the very direct question you have, because I want to go very narrow. Um, and so it's great to see all of you. It's great to see some faces. Calvin, it's good to see your face again. Haven't seen you in a while. Great to see that. Nice to see you. And Likewise, man. Let's, let's go. Let's go through it, Joe. Lead, lead yep. us the way. Sure. Let's go to Yasmin. She's over in Dubai. I'm gonna kind of work my way. Oh, I'm the first one. Okay. Hi, Yasmin. <laughs> Hi, Gary. What's up? All good. So um, I'm an entrepreneur. I have a business in um, Switzerland, in Zurich. That's a salon. We specialize in eyebrows, and I'm currently here in Dubai building the second salon and um it's been a challenge but i am doing it because and because because of covid yes of course of yes. course yes um it's been it's postponed for so long and um i had a lot of fears and all that stuff but i'm doing it anyways because this will stop at one point Correct. so um <laughs> yeah uh, and dubai is looking very well in terms of um 2021 the expo and everything so it will be a boom at one point and uh, that's what i'm currently doing but in the covid time um my e-commerce site was built because i realized okay um if i don't have um, services i'm making um, minus not just zero correct so i built up an e-commerce store um, with brow products and it's it's been amazing people were going crazy over it we made um like 20 20k from launching um just for a few days just just to test it and it was it was quite good and now i'm working on that and um my um should i go with the question no i'm going to get context and then yeah. we'll go back with questions okay. so thank you okay yeah. great nice thank you, you. Go ahead, we'll shoot over to uh matt henry down under uh the packaging king of australia matt say hi to gary g'day gary how's it going i've never been called that joe so that's me <laughs> um so yeah, Gary, I'm looking after, um, I'm, I'm essentially, I'm a GM of the business, but I'm really a traditional CMO. So I'm on the exec team, um, looking after a team of about 75 uh, and packaging business. We do about five other categories as well, but we're most well known for packaging and that's the, that's the, the leading category. Um, doing about a hundred mil a year in revenue with about 40,000 customers. Um, it's, predominantly B2B, but it's shifting super, super rapidly to, um, you know, B2B to B to C. There's some B2C as well. Yeah. Like so um, It's a hybrid. Back to, to your point, the, the first intro was a perfect example, right? Humans are building up companies at scale that are going to need packaging. And so those businesses are emerging quickly. It makes a ton of sense. I'm seeing this dynamic with packaging in the U.S. Right. Yes, I mean, we've gone from, you know, our customers being like Coke and Ikea 
um, to now, you know, we, we, we now can build a huge amount of scale with, you know, another 30,000 small customers from, you know, jewelers. And, and to, by the way, those customers are going to grow in perpetuity. For sure. Yeah. So that's where we that's see our the, growth. That's where, that's where the internet's taking us. So I understand. So cool. That's the business. So, okay. Cool. Let's uh, pull it back. Real pleasure. Cheers. Go to the Western side of the United States and talk to one of my favorite categories, the automotive category. Josh Letsis is an auto dealer in the Colorado area. Josh, Gary. Uh, you're on mute, Josh. Josh, you're on mute, brother. Rookie mistake. No worries. Uh, Gary, I actually met you at Agent 2021 a couple of years ago. So good to see you again. Good to see you. Um, but yeah, I am the part owner in three automotive dealerships in Den just outside of Denver, Colorado. And um, I mean, that's really ultimately all the context I need. But just to give me a little more fodder, since that was so quick, um, what's a... Uh, what was your biggest ambition coming to this? Like, what did you, what do you hope to get out of this? Yeah, so we've created um, a brand, uh, kind of a character that's a caricature of myself and old school car dealers that we're running um, where I've got this cheesy plaid suit and it's, it, it's so we're introducing, uh, you know, humor and then also a lot of like value adds, like, you know, hey, how do I change my wiper blades? How do I, uh, you know, why uh, should, should I lease versus purchase? A lot of value two, adds. Two, two of my favorite maneuvers in business. Yeah. So those are two things that we're doing right now. And I just want to, you know, figure idea. out how can we expand on that? We got bought it. the stores in August. And so we're starting at zero. You got it. Okay. Next, we're going to go over to Texas and say hi to Sam Rodriguez, who's in the financial services business as an advisor. Sam, say hi to Gary. Hey, Gary. How's it going, man? Really well, Sam. Uh, yeah. So I am a, I'm a financial planner. I run a team, a small team of advisors here in North Texas. Um, and we're, I'm really just trying to take advantage of, of, of what's going on now and, and move my industry sort of into this new age of how to reach people. So you're looking to build personal brand, let's say a, a LinkedIn strategy to acquire clients and have leverage to acquire even teammates and help your teammates be better as well. That's exactly right, right? Like I, I really want to attract those clients and, and uh, attract advisors that want to help those clients. I understand. Keep it going. Uh, awesome. Oklahoma, just north of him, we've got Brad Derry, who's an agency owner. So very similar to what you uh, started yep. back in 2009, Gary. Say hi, to Brad. Say hi to Gary, Brad. Hey, Gary. Yeah. So next month will be 10 years old. Until 2018, it was really just kind of a, a paying side hustle, maybe a little more than a side hustle. Uh, 2018, we kind of launched off and it became a lot more than a side hustle. What, what were you doing besides that, Brad? Uh, ministry actually, I was a pastor That's for amazing. like almost 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Good for so, you. Keep going. Uh, 2018, we, we launched off and, and really entered the home services niche pretty heavily. So we worked mostly with contractors, HVAC, plumbing, that kind of thing yep. uh, all across the country. Yeah. So, know it well. Okay, great. Looking forward to your questions. Continue up north and we'll head over to Vance in Chicago, who's a motivational speaker slash author. Vance, I, I know that game. Man, hey, what's up? What's up, man? <laughs> uh, good to see you. Um, my name is Van Stan. Uh, I'm here. I'm an author of this book, uh, Make It Your Season. I can't see myself. Um, 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 so I also, um, yeah, I'm an author and I studied um, some of the greats in motivational speaking for Jim Rohn, um, Napoleon Hill and things like that. So I'm up and coming just like, you know, trying to get where you are. 
And I also wrote a book about you that I want to share with you today, man. Okay. <laughs> Can't wait to hear about it. Yeah. That's great. You're just trying to build more brand to have leverage for speaking and book. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Obviously, I'll be very ready for that. Okay. And last Thanks but not least, closer to home, Gary over in BK, we've got Calvin, who you know and have had dinner with in the past. Calvin, say hi to Gary again. Hey, Gary. Great to meet you again. Great to see you again, Calv. What's good? Yeah. Um, lots of things. Good. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I have a software company, Simplero. I've had that for 11 years. We've actually talked about it in the past um, 30 people now and uh, looking to leverage to, to build my personal brand because I want it to then expand into some other I'm, I'm passionate about purpose meaning like knowing who you are how that fits in your business relationships health so I'm doing a meal replacement and um, a, a workout pro product and then I have ideas for all kinds of other things ultimately wanting to be a special advisor to the president of the United States at some point in the future helping bring the country back together very cool. Understood. One thing real quick, Gary, before we go into the second uh, round and go deeper, I uh, just wanted to acknowledge that there are some folks here that brought their plus ones with them. I have, uh, I'll start off Courtney Bridgewater Nelson's, my newest resident on the West Coast. So if there's hey, any Court. business owners on the phone that would like to introduce their plus ones really quick before we go into the deep dive, feel free to do so now. I'll go. I brought uh, Jay Croft, my, my um, social media manager social media guy he's the one person on team get calvin right now i have like five six last year but it didn't quite work out so yeah. we're down to jay one step uh, backwards I, is always a good strategy right and i have danielle here who is uh, in canada she is my executive assistant and in charge of hiring and culture amazing oh and i almost oh, forgot to mention out of my mind to be here <laughs> thanks jay i appreciate it brother thanks for the love i saw you take the set the photo and i was fired up i'm always flattered by that shit I also forgot to mention, we do have Kate from our uh, Tennessee office. Yes, I saw I saw yeah. the name. I wasn't sure if she was running around the house or why she's not showing um, her video, but I was, there you are, Kate. <laughs> cool. So let's go back around in that. In and James Orsini is here. All right, cool. Let's, uh, let's, back, let's, uh, let's go back around the horn. Same pattern. This way we can yeah. go quickly. So starting with Yasmin over in Dubai. Yasmin, uh, what do you want to talk to Gary about today? Um, okay, um, so what what came clear to me today is the personal brand. Um, my fear there was, which I asked the question already, my fear was, okay, if I build a personal brand that is so um, attached to my business, how do I exit with it being emotionally attached to me? Is it then... Um, You'll be, not... you'll, be, you'll be stuck working for your new company that bought you for three years, and after that, you'll be free as a bird and you'll do it again. Oh, okay. Okay. No, but that, I, I've asked that question and, and now but I it's a very, better. But it's a very, it. yeah, it's a very interesting question. I'm glad you asked it. A lot of people fear it. Yes. So it stops them from building a personal brand, which oftentimes, not always, often is the biggest leverage point you have to building a big business. Mm -hmm. But look at the history of time, but even closer to your world, Bobby Brown, the incredible makeup artist, she sold her company. She worked for Revlon or L'Oreal or Estee Lauder. I don't remember which big company bought her for several years, non-compete, and then she was done. I'm currently living this right now. I started a wine brand. I sold it to Constellation in March. I'm tied up for another three years. And then after three years, I'm gonna start a tequila brand or another wine brand or what, if, or nothing. So 
I think you need that, to. That was my biggest fear. That was my biggest fear, and I think I've I've looked at it in the wrong perspective. Correct. But, But my 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 biggest my biggest question for you is, um, in if you would be in my shoes right now, building um, two different businesses, they feel like two different businesses, although the same brand, right? Um, how what would your what would your strategy be there if you were me? I would think about the world in a 60-20-20 realm. Mm-hmm. 60-20-20. All of my behavior, the way I would staff, my brain, my heart, the way I would think about the world would be 60-20-20. Let me explain. 60% of my energy, time, money would be around the brand because to your point, it's the same brand, two different functions. Mm-hmm. Yes. 20% of my heart, my soul, my money, my energy would be for the unique individual businesses to stand up their needs. So obviously the salon that people come to- what, what, oh, Okay, what do you mean with that? You've got, correct me if I'm wrong, you've got the salon and then you're selling the product direct to consumer. Yes, yes. So spending time to hire a manager for the salon, thinking about the aesthetics of the salon, renovating the salon, changing the prices of how much you charge at the salon. That gets 20% of my energy. It really gets okay. 80. It really gets 80 because the 60% up top is I'm always thinking about my business and my brand. Yeah. Same on the other side. Having a meeting around cardboard with Matt or packaging is not something the salon needs, but it's something your DPC business does. What I'm giving you is a triangle to think about your day Why that works is then you don't get too far away from one side or the other because you've got to carry both balls. Understand? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's how I would think about it. They're different businesses, mm-hmm. but they're all one business. Yeah. Make sure you're, it's like having two children. Yeah, yeah, it feels that way, yeah. Right, but they're both your family, they're both your children. You're going to care equally and, and passionately. And, and like if anybody, you know, some of the people here are further along in their parenting lives, Sometimes one child needs a lot more attention for 36 months than another one for a week. Da, da, da. And so being mentally prepared to bounce between where you need to be is important. But I think what you have is exactly right. I think you've structured it properly. I think in today's world, having a DTC and a physical component is a very smart strategy. I, for example, as you've been noticing, I've been sipping on something. This is called bone broth. I am obsessed with it. I am seriously thinking about, not kidding, getting into the bone broth business. And when I think about mm-hmm. it, I think about having a incredible, beautiful location, one in New York, one in LA, one in Austin, one in Miami, one in Chicago, right? One in Denver, and then a very aggressive refrigerated direct to consumer business. So, you know, I think you do both in today's world of internet and real life. You should be in both if you're capable, some people are not. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I like I like the way you're going about it. That's great. That's great. What would you say if you say let's let's say twenty percent is brand energy and twenty percent into the the salons, right? Um, what Don't would forget, you sixty percent brand is really eighty percent to the salon because the sixty percent is really for both. You know, it's just bra- always think about brand. You know, when yeah. I say. 60, it's kind of like the 60 is then being deployed against the salon, the 60 is deployed against the, the direct-to-consumer business, and both are getting 20% of their unabated time. So really you're doing 80 and 80. So it's okay. not like you're just sitting thinking about brand, 
every day you're either in one side or the other operating your business. Mm-hmm. And probably every day, a little bit of both, just like me. Yeah. Sometimes I'm in VaynerMedia. Right now I'm spending an hour and a half on Sasha Group. Mm-hmm. I have a very capable leader in James and he has a very capable team around him, as you can tell. So I don't have to spend a lot of time on it. You know, this is mainly a company. Sasha's basically a whole bunch of OGs. Kate's been with us for six or five at this point or four, right, Kate? Like this is an OG team, mainly because I'm scared shitless for small businesses to lose because a big company losing a million is very, five and a half, thanks Kate, is very, 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 by the way, I'm pretty proud of myself of saying six and five per first, which pretty much nailed it. So just saying, <laughs> and, I, and that's an example of being in your business. The fact I have 1500 empl- or 1200 employees, but I really did guess six and five for Kate and it ends up being five and a half. That means you're in your business, but you know how to scale. I, I know how long Kate's been here. I know about her, but I don't need to speak to her every day. And especially because she's at five and a half year mark, I, I know what the conversations we had in the first year when in, 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 you know, in Chattanooga. I also know who's around in this company. It's mainly OGs. That allows me not to spend as much time. You might move from 60, 20, 20 to 65 and 40 uh, and 35, excuse me, because you know the person running your DTC is perfect. You got the system. You don't have to put your energy there, but the salon, your best person left and you've got it. And so you're always moving, but that's the way you think about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, in, in terms of um, marketing, like right now, I have um, somebody okay. that's going to do num- my ads. The number one thing I want to tell you, because I'm in the Dubai market, I have multiple people in Dubai right now. We're doing a lot more stuff yeah. in Dubai. You have to get serious about TikTok yesterday. Yes, I wrote that down. <laughs> yesterday. Like starting tomorrow, three posts a day on TikTok. Starting tomorrow, if you can. Yeah, we'll do that. And the paid person make 80% of the energy show you that they're getting sales on DTC and getting registration at the salon and 20% just attention for the overall brand. So can you repeat that? I can. When you give her or him the job and you give them money, say, look, show me each month or each quarter or however you do it, that -hmm. the money we spent led to a sale on the dot-com or a reservation at the salon mm-hmm. for eight out of 80 cents out of every dollar I give you. So if I give you $100,000, show me with the $80,000 that it drove business. The other 20,000 you can spend on building up the brand. Okay. Cool. No, I got yeah. it. Thanks, Gary. You got it. Joe. Uh, we're going to switch gears, go and talk about cars. Uh, let's talk to Josh over in Colorado. Josh, let's uh, really intrigued by the, the alter ego you've created. Let's, uh, let's get into it. <laughs> yeah. So we start, so we bought the dealerships August 3rd. Um, and this is all I've ever done is automotive. So it's, uh, it's definitely. But you've never owned dealerships before or you have? I have. So I was a partner with LA in a Chevrolet store. I took a couple years off, did some uh, consulting and then and got now back. You're back. Yeah. It's in my blood. Can't get out. <clears throat> so it. we created this uh, alter ego. Uh, like I said, his name is Chuck Cheatham and he has this nasty. I'm, I'm so pumped, Josh. This is brilliant. <laughs> you know that, right? Yeah. So he's got this nasty suit that ironically I found on Etsy and fits me like a glove gold chain. And I put a wig on. So I've got this great hair. Have you created the cartoon version yet? No. Okay. That's the number one thing you need to do. Writing that down. Um, you need to immediately 
whether you hit up James, because I know we have some good illustrative capabilities, whether you have a cousin who does it, whether you get somebody to do it for free at the University of Colorado, you immediately, and I mean immediately, start focusing on the transition of you. Yeah. You need to build Ronald McDonald. You're more than welcome to be Ronald McDonald when you go to the children's hospital, you can be in the commercials, but I need you to build the cartoon animated version immediately because it will change your life. You will tell this story of this exact moment for the next 50 years of your life and I'm happy because it's going to build my brand. I'm <laughs> telling you, it's going to work. Yeah, I love it. That's as soon as we get off the, the uh, Because meeting. then what, you know what happens then, right? Scale. Yeah. Yeah, then this fucking, yeah, it's not you. This guy's yeah. on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube every day. Yeah. The yeah. End. And I love you occasionally showing up as if. Yeah. So you yeah, could, again, awesome. you could be in the commercial and you could be the nonprofit and you could be, you know, finally COVID's over. Like, you know, I actually have a big idea for you. I think you play up a whole storyline of how pissed you are about COVID and how you miss people. So that in 10 months, you have like the craziest fucking little like fair gathering farmer's market in your locations. I like that. You play up this whole thing that I'm a social animal, this fucking sucks, blah, 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 blah. And then kind of by August, as we get into Q4 and everyone's gonna get back to normal, you can then have permission to say, as you know, I've been pissed this whole time, caught up to celebrate, we're throwing a party. I'll be at this location from nine to 11. I'll be at this location from one to 2.30 and this one from four to five, but we'll have, pony rides and fucking this and that and it will work yeah if you do local marketing yeah and our community loves us because one thing we i mean we're deeply involved in the community we're on all the facebook groups i mean example is uh, we had a lady who posted on you know the local neighborhood group her son's car got keyed and so we picked her son's car up had it buffed uh, out dropped uh, it back off so we do stuff way, like that you can imagine time. this is why i always advocate for mascots you doing that is lovely the character doing that is game changing yeah yeah, love it. Okay, right. That's you doing it as a business owner, me doing it as a business owner, that's a nice to have. It's a nice little story. You in full guard doing it and filming it and putting it out gets picked up by the local news and becomes a thing. Yeah, that's actually that's a great point. Thank that's you. That's a great point. Josh, they um, don't keep but... <laughs> me around. This team doesn't keep me around for my looks. <laughs> what uh, what con what um what platforms would you focus on as a car dealer? TikTok. Yeah. We've just this, kind of dipped our toe TikTok, in that. Let me tell you everybody why I'm just saying TikTok over and over for all of you. I mean, Vance, it's the most important place for you. It's free organic reach. I don't know what else to tell you. You post something and 80,000 people might see it. Yeah. When you have four followers. But then how do I monetize? How do I then turn? Because obviously brand. you can get, what's that? Brand. You don't, you don't, brand, brand, brand. How do you monetize when you do a commercial? You don't monetize directly in the commercial. They become aware of you and they come to you. Yeah. Somebody sees the fucking thing. They think it's cool. They're 17. They tell their mom they want to buy it from you. They click the fucking <laughs> link on TikTok and you fucking sell a car. Yeah. Love it. Josh, everyone's transactional, especially car salesmen. It's, yeah. it's all fucking brand. You intuitively are evolving, which is why you created this character. Brilliant. I love that you asked me that question. Like, and this is what always happens. Yeah, I hear it all the time because it's a new thing. I'm like, how do you monetize an outdoor billboard? Ray Katina has eight trillion fucking billboards. When James and I go home, I spoke to him years ago. He's like, how do I monetize this social media bullshit? I'm like, do you think people climb up <laughs> the pole to your fucking billboard, press it and buy a car? You're building yep. awareness. Yeah. Oh, by the way, on the record, TikTok 
is more likely for you to be transactional than a billboard, a radio ad, a newspaper, or TV. Because when they laugh at your video, they click your profile, click the URL in the profile and land on your website and can go to a landing page like we just talked about, right? Um, and 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 act with Matt, and actually the landing page might be a set up an appointment if you're under 21 for deep consultation, so you don't get fucked. Yeah. Maybe your whole spiel on TikTok is every 21 year old and under, you know, 16 to 20 year old gets fucked. I'm here to protect you from all these fucking assholes, and like now you're doing consultation. Like it's a fucking whole. Oh, that's got legs. Real legs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another question for you. I. I and I, I debate about this with our uh, with our, our current agency, and that's SEM spend versus just purely going OTT, Facebook, social, you know, that sort of thing. Because SEM is good because it's, it's expensive. Well, right? it's, it's expensive, and you're paying for something a lot of times you would have gotten anyway. That's what I, yeah. And I'm competing with obviously all the other car dealers, but also the manufacturer to but do you're it also, right. You're it's also a lot. getting your own, you're paying a toll booth for your own business. Yeah. Yeah. Ask, ask your team at your agency how many of the click-throughs are directly your brand. And yeah. they're going to tell you bullshit that Google yeah. sells, which is you got to play defense. You don't want somebody else to have it. Yeah. It's fucking horse shit. So what I've been telling them recently is I think I just want to get out of SEM and put all that spend. We spend, I don't know, 40, 50 grand a month in social and take that 20, 30 grand I'm spending in SEM and shift it all back to OTT social. What I don't do think know. about that? What's, I, I, it, when I hear that you have such a good percentage of social to SEM, I'm excited. I, I want your SEM to be stronger so that you're just getting intent of what you really want. Okay. Your, your spread doesn't scare me. I'm actually proud of you. That's quite progressive. Are you feeling good about your social? That's a lot of money to be spending on social. Yeah, I'm feeling really good about it. Yeah. Good for you. Now, is yeah. that mainly being spent on media or is that spent on the creative, organic? What is that being spent on? 100% media. I've got a social media manager in-house and a videographer, so we don't, none of that's outsourced. Love. So honestly, one thing you should think about is talk to Jay once a year. This is why we built it. I think, James, again, I don't want to, I don't know if it's a $15,000 whiteboard. Yeah, exactly, James. Like, Josh, once a year, either ping, watch my content or ping me and I'll answer something for you for free for five minutes, or James, are you still like 25K on that thing? Yeah, it, it depends on the number of platforms and the spend. It's between Josh, 15 and 25. Even better. If you're mainly Facebooking and whatever, if it's, I can promise you because we're killing this product in Sasha and it doesn't have to be with us. It could be with somebody else. In-house teams are never going to be as good as the best of the best. The 15 you spend on education on the current year's best practices, you're going to yeah. spend on waste in media when you're spending 500,000 a year in two seconds. Yeah. Find a solution for that. Okay. That you have Please, to do. Put your contact in there. Josh, I can help you out. Okay. okay. And, and Josh, yeah. what makes me comfortable, and I'm pretty not transactional, what makes me even comfortable saying that is what I know is that Joe, they'll tell you not to do it. Like, like we'll tell you not to buy us if we like listen for the first 20 minutes and feel like you're close enough. Yeah. What we found though is there's a big delta because A, we're the best in the world at it and B, internal teams tend to not be capable of keeping up with what's going on because they're not an agency looking at everything, looking at every business, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, Well, my internal team's just creative, just the, the video and, and you know the organic posts, that sort of thing. Our agency does the paid stuff. You, you should bring the paid internal. What's that? You should bring the paid internal? Anytime yeah. you take media and creative and separate them, either with agencies or internal, external, you lose.
Yeah, we're not singing the same song sheet sometimes, that's for sure. You never are. You yeah. definitely aren't in the, it, like you can see the blatant ones, but if, if I told you the difference of how many cars you would sell, if you had those things aligned versus separate, it's in the hidden truths. You're like pumped about something where you're getting leads, quote unquote, for 230 bucks and you're like pumped because it works for your business. But in the separation, that 230 might be 86. Yeah, yeah. Josh, it is one of the things that they use our mini recon for. Oftentimes they'll take it in as a playbook, make their hire, and yeah. then execute against the playbook of the Josh, mini recon. I can tell yeah. you right now, best reason you signed up for this is knowing that you need to take the media in house. Yeah. Yep. Promise. Now, you could have bad casting. For sure. I'm basically telling you, you need a good quarterback to win football games. You could draft a bad quarterback. It happens. Yes, I'm very aware. I'm a Jets fan. <laughs> you know, so, so anyway, I think that- um, We could trade for Deshaun Watson. We're trying. Um, <laughs> cool. I'm happy with that. Let's awesome. keep it. Roll over to uh, Sam in Texas. Sam, let's go. Hey, so- um, so first, uh, Nick gave me some great ideas on, on how to um, create content for, for, a, for, a, for a market that, that feels overlooked and mistrustful of my industry, right? And so what I, because, and that's, you know, it's a high trust thing for, for us to help people. And so it's how do we build that trust? Nick helped quite a lot with that. But how do I build that audience for people to consume that content. I'm gonna give you the best fucking advice ever. I'm so confident about this one. As okay. good as I've felt so far today, this is the one I'm most confident about and I'm pretty confident about everything else I've said and seen so far. You have to start a podcast and then you have to post produce the video of the podcast for LinkedIn ads. So what's cool about this is, you, I'm gonna make assumptions that you have a little bit of a sense of me, Sam. What you see from me a lot of times is I don't, I'm not an influencer. I'm a businessman who figured out how to do things that could be recorded to then be my content. Right. My entire speaking career, which is lucrative, is mainly because I want the content. It's fucking crazy. So you're like getting I, paid for something you're gonna do already. No, even better. I'm getting paid for something I wouldn't have done otherwise nice. that is impacting me even more on my core business. Yeah. You know fucking crazy that is? That's basically what I want you to do. Watch okay. how this works out. So you okay. stand up a financial service or a money management or whatever, you know, you stand up a show, you know, dollars and cents with Sam Rodriguez, right? That's the show. Now that you have a podcast, you'll be blown away by what I'm about to say. You start cold emailing people on LinkedIn to be a guest that are fancy, fancy people, like people that are on CNBC and the Wall Street Journal. And one out of every 29 of them, Sam, is gonna say yes, because everybody is a publicity whore. Okay. So how do you, how do you, how do you even get an audience for your podcast? How do you build that audience? LinkedIn. So this okay. is the next part. So you film the first one with Calvin, it's 42 minutes. Now you have to have the ability, whether you learn this yourself, because it's fun, whether you have a younger sibling, whether you hire an intern, who, you know, Jay is this guy, I assume, in Calvin's world, or, or, or he definitely had somebody in his world do this because he had six. I don't, I'm assuming Jay handles a lot of those things now, but you figure out at the lowest possible cost, Sam, which starts with you. Do you watch 20 hours of YouTube videos for free of how to use Adobe? Like, you know, I'm thrilled if you want, you know, I'm sure my team will give you 15 minutes for free to like how to stand up a podcast. Like give you, we probably have, a, I probably have an article on my website right now that explains it all. 
So you start up the show. You then have five moments in your meeting with Calvin that were good points. You felt you sounded smart. Calvin made a good stop. Uh, thank you, Kate. There's something called Stork. I'm sure Kate will tell you about that. So, but by the way, and on the record, I know Stork is wildly inexpensive as a newsletter, but still, you can definitely find this stuff for free. It might just save you time. You might want to pay 39. That's why people pay those kind of things, right? The time of finding the free. Anyway, nonetheless, you then cut those five clips and then you post them with copy on your LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the B2B version of TikTok right now. LinkedIn and TikTok are the only two social media platforms that will give you organic reach on every post more than you deserve based on your behaviors prior to the post. Meaning, if you're a quote unquote nobody, meaning you don't even have a TikTok or LinkedIn account, your first post of a 39 second video or a two minute 19 second video, Sam, of you and Calvin talking will get 3000 views. Whereas that same video on YouTube and Instagram, Facebook and Twitter will get nine. Okay. And that will become your life. And then you're going to learn how to spend ad money. So now you're spending that. Now you learn that a video went viral and you should spend a thousand dollars against a five mile radius of you, of your, of your house to get local people. Like, so you got it. Yeah. So how do you move people from being consumers of your content to consumers of your product? By the quality of your content. Okay. So they'll mm -hmm. just, they'll just, they'll they will inquire my friend. And like then it's like, they'll come a hundred thousand percent because you're going to say, thanks everybody for listening. Sam Rodriguez. And you know, send an email to me if you need me, say I'm at the bit and things will just start happening. You're in the first episode. You're going to say, here I am. I don't know if you guys know this character on the internet, Gary Vee told me to do a podcast. Well, here I am. Let me tell you about myself. I grew up here. I did this. This is what I do for a living. This is it. You know, my ambition is to educate, put some karma on the board, feature some guests that I think deserve recognition. Let the chips fall where they may. Would I love to be your person? Sure. I would not even say that line or say that line. They both work. The end. So if I want, if, if I'm trying to build, say, a nationwide team of advisors that do fantastic work for people. How do I get these people that are consuming me to want to work with my team versus me? Very, very easily. You speak to it about day one. Like I don't sell myself at Vaynermedia. You just, you say it, you say, okay. you, you storytell. You have your team on one of the episodes and everyone shoots the shit. Okay. You just tell people the truth. You know, uh, let me, I'm going to role play. Hey guys. You know, first of all, thanks to everybody who's listening. This is now episode 19. This has been insane. When that Gary, like I told you, Gary Vee, like when he told me to do this, I never thought I'd have this many people already listening. I'm blown away. A couple things I just want to share. A lot of you reaching out to work with me. Let me tell you a little bit more about my actual business. I've got a group of nationwide people. I vet them. I do this. Um, so mostly they're reaching out. Like, honestly, I'm probably not going to work directly with you. You're going to be working with my team. By the way, if you're out there listening and you think you're great at this, I'd love to have you on my team. So if you email me and say you want to be part of the team, I'm also always looking for that. Um, and also, by the way, if not, you know, please sit back and enjoy this free information. I hope it brings you value or maybe brings an important question that you can bring to your financial advisor. And I think what's cool about that, Sam, is you've already been in this me meeting with me now for 40 minutes. You can see my concern. We have things that I think can help Josh, but I don't necessarily want to sell Josh the $15,000 thing either. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to be transactional. I want to educate of like, hey, here's what you need to think about, right? Yeah. In the macro, the right thing is for me to get everybody's media business. That's how we really do business. But I'm not telling Josh to hire Sasha over who the fuck he's using. I'm fucking telling him the best advice would just take this shit in house. Yeah.
Got it? Yep. Yeah, perfect. Thanks. Do that. Cheers. Awesome. Let's keep it moving. Um, Do you want to be on a podcast? I will be your 55th episode guest if you get there. Five, five. It's getting five, five. down everywhere. Love it. Joe Q, keep me honest on that. Let's go. I'll keep you honest for sure. Let's go on up to uh, Brad in Oklahoma and talk of agency life. Oh, hey, Gary. So I mentioned that we work mostly with home service companies, you know, plumbers, HVAC contractors. Um, so I got kind of like a two part question. What do you think the most underutilized platforms are for contractor marketing? And then part two is what, what do we need to do right now to make sure they stay relevant in, you know, three to five years? Um, I think the most underused platform is LinkedIn because I think LinkedIn is acting more like Facebook did five to seven years ago. Not only are you getting organic reach, people are open to all kinds of information on LinkedIn. This is not just about, you know, like for example, I'm actually making a note right now. I've been, this has been in the back of my mind forever. I have a great kid on my team, Sam Doyle at my dad's liquor store. Give me one second, I'm sorry, but I'm being meta right now. Sam to make three minute wine videos for LinkedIn for wine text daily. Anyway, boom. Like I know he's gonna post something about wine and that's gonna lead to signups organically. So LinkedIn for sure, Brad, by a country mile, it will lead to business. It's got an ad product where you can target people by location because most of these businesses are local. It's expensive ads, but it's very relevant. Like the people see them which matters, you know, people are like, well, Gary, I can buy these ads for $3 CPMs. I'm like, nobody's seeing them. They're banner ads on homehomehome.com. Who gives a fuck, sure. right? So um, relevance is completely Brad based on content. I, you could get me to stop right now if it was titled how to build your own home office during COVID. Content, sure. right? The reason I exist. I. Some of you have followed me for a long time, Calvin. I know that to be true. I'm very consistent. For 12 years, I've been saying the same shit. The reason I'm worth listening to is I make it all relevant to the moment. My attention arbitrage, content, media, humanity, way to manage is consistent. My strategies around TikTok versus LinkedIn evolve on a day-to-day -day basis. The slang, the creative, the ideas I use evolve every day. That's valuable. My, back to Brad using it, my religion is locked in. My day-to-day -day practicing of it evolves with the reality of the situation. Yeah. Content is the answer to everything. All right. Yesterday, sure. we all had a day off because of the words that man said. Hmm. Seriously, think about that. Everybody in our country stayed home yesterday. Didn't work for the most part because a marvelous man came along, but many marvelous men and women have thought what MLK thought. It was his ability to create content that enabled that. So if you're not putting in the reps on content, you're basically, it doesn't matter what your strategy is. Here's my strategy. I'd like to get a six pack. Here's the strategy of how to do that. I need to eat way leaner and I need to do a lot more ab exercises. Good news. I have an incredible strategy to get a six pack. Now what? You gotta do it. I'm telling you the answers right now. It's TikTok and LinkedIn. The question is, are you gonna put in the reps? Mm -hmm. Cool. Awesome. Thanks. You got it, brother.
Oh, um, motoring along. Uh, let's go up to Chicago. Vance, uh, let's talk to Gary V. Gary V, Gary V. So, of course, you know that you're the god of um, posting. <laughs> I just want you to hear from me. Um, yeah, a couple things. I want to talk to you in like an interview um, type of consultant type of style. Um, first off, let me say that I know that your grandfathers, your grandfathers are proud of the businessman that you have become. Both of them. You know. Thank you for saying that. Um, I admire the way you wear your the the the, the no belt the no belt style you got is is, is dope. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think something that is very very important is um, I seen a video with your personal trainer, um, Jordan Syatt. He yep. says that you like to work out every day, man. <laughs> he sure. said every day you have to take a break because you have to work out every day. So uh, that's some of the um, things that I want to share. Um, so I wrote the book about you. It's called How Gary V Changed the World. And mm -hmm. it's, Thank you. it's dope. It's dope because you have the world. And then like far as like the states and stuff like or the continents, you got happiness, you got brand, you got patience, you Thank got you. all the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thank you, sir. So and it's hardcover. It's hardcover. Uh, I, I was trying to get in touch with you. I seen that you had an event on December the 9th that got canceled. Um, I, and before I found 4Ds, I was um, I bought a ticket to come to New York to go to the pizza place that your part, own, part owners in. Yes. And I was gonna buy I was gonna buy a lot of pies, and I was gonna You're try to get them to call you. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I want to go. On, yeah, I want to go on the offense with you, man. Um, I want to help you buy the Jets. You know, that's Thank my you. goal. Um, so, so Vance, help me, help, as we go through that journey, I okay. assume based on the things you brought up, being a paid author where you're not self-publishing like that, being a speaker that gets five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 40,000 a gig. Those are probably the two things that you're most looking at in front of you. Yeah, exactly. Where exactly. are you in speaking? Have you, you know, as I know this game well, it takes a long time before people get paid to speak. Have you had paid speaking engagements yet? No, um, I host my own events. So Understood. that's so my avenue. Yeah, but since COVID, you know, I can't, but I, I totally that's, what, that's, that's what I do. Yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. Josh asked a question and it's come up once other time here. The number, let me give you the number one mistake that I see every day of the week, which is people, in personal brand try to transact way too soon. And then the audience fights them off and they have no interest. So the, the thing that you need to figure out is what do you have to say to the world? And how are you putting out content on a daily basis across all platforms? That is your number one requirement. And with no mention of buy tickets to my events, no mention to buying books, no mention. Build right. community. People will come out to you and say, hey, I see that you have this community. Can you do this for me? Can you do that for me? You can monetize the B2B. Try not to monetize the audience for one year and put out as much content as possible. It is the most important thing I can tell you. Okay, um, so my ask is a little bit deeper than that. So like I said, I wanna, I wanna help you buy the Jets. I wanna give you $100 million towards buying the Jets. But when, I just need one thing from you. And what I would like to ask you is to when you have an interview to bring me with you on an interview 
I don't know if we're going to be going back. Do, are you? Are your next events? Are they going to um, happen, or do you think they're going to be postponed? Postponed. Right now, my team is planning for me to be in person for for starting in September. Okay, so that's like the UK or something like that, I believe. That might just be randomly booked there, but like yeah. like Chicago, like Texas, like anywhere is what we're planning. Obviously, none of us on this call have a clue about what COVID's evolution is going to be. Okay, um, so I would like you to, um, I want to help you better just, but I just need one solid from you. I only need one thing. And I would like you to bring me with you when you do an interview. And I want to be right there with you. In interview I want to be, or- I want to be right there with you, an interview. And I only want to say 11 words. I want to say, this is a good man. I wrote a book about him. Make sure you keep listening to him. And my name is Chicago Motivation. 11 words, that's all I want to say. For ten events, though, for ten for ten interviews, <laughs> yeah, I got, my own, I got my own. I got my own coffee. I got my own coffee. <laughs> I got my own coffee. <laughs> you started with one. What's going on here? You know, listen, that opening. Oh, that's act- one. That's one thing. That's one thing. But it's just ten times. I, I got understand. My own I understand what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> listen, why don't we start with one and let me see how I feel about it? Obviously, okay. you're opening acting me. You're trying to get awareness through my audience. I understand what you're doing. Right. What I'm trying to think through, Vance, is how do I bring you more value? My intuition is I'm, I, I have a couple of ideas with my 1.37 p.m. I, I've got a couple of ideas that will get you what you're actually looking for. Okay. But for example, okay. I may have you ask me a couple of questions and reply to one and split screen it on my Instagram and tag you. And that will give you 10 times the awareness of what you would be doing by physically going to 10 events and saying that on stage. So let me think. Okay. I'm going to stay in touch with Joe. I'm going to tag you into my team and we'll come up with something. We'll give you a little bit of love somehow. We'll figure it out. Okay. Okay, cool. A couple more things. Okay, so go I got ahead. a couple questions. Um, so do you know, do you know how to use Photoshop? I wanted to ask you that. Absolutely do you know not. how to use No. You don't? Uh, and I, one thing that I really like that you said in one of your videos is you said that a person can post con- content every day and it can never be tiring. But Correct. you said sometimes a person can post one one word and it's too much because they don't have good intent. Yes, so sir. I thought that was very important, you know. And, 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 and Vance, I love that. So let me tell you this. I'm telling you, think, because I, I know you. What I mean by that is I've been around. I'm an old man now. I got a lot of wisdom for 45 years. All of this, it's been a theme here today. The person that can hold their breath the longest wins. And so what I would tell you is, I'm really interested by you and I wanna help you, I'll tell you why. In one breath, you so get what I said in that content thing, you got it. Yeah. On the flip side, and I get it, you get to the moment right now, here we are, right? You're gonna fucking fly and buy pizza, like here we are. And so in your mind, rightfully so, you're like, I'm gonna take my shot, right? But the, but the balancing act is on the other side. You know, while you were talking, like, do I really want let this dude get that one time to do that because everybody wants that. I don't know him. You know, in general, I'm concerned about motivational people because I feel like they're just trying to monetize audience and not bring value. So I'm going through all this stuff in my head, right? But I'm leaning towards intuition and giving a gift. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking do, literally, this is what happened. I'm not kidding. I'm just (laughs) telling you. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking, fuck it. I'm going to do this. And then you said 10 times. And that basically is that one word. I'm like, this fucking guy. But I want to help you buy the Jets, though. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to buy the Jets. I don't need your help. 
You want okay, me to give you, you want me to give you a cosign to my audience to stop to spark your career, which by the way is right. Right. You know, there's nothing, there's nothing you saying on stage, I'm a good man and getting out to my audience that's doing anything for me to buy the Jets. I'm coming out of my goodness of my heart to give you exposure. So it's, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna help me, it's gonna help me, but in return, I'm gonna have businesses and different things going on in which I'm gonna come with money as a man. Was, you know I, what I'm saying? <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. Good news. Yeah. I already have enough money from people to buy the Jets. Okay. That to me is not the issue. The, the, the issue and the value I wanna bring in this meeting is, I think you're in an interesting spot where I think I can really help, which excites me. I, I, you're not gonna need Gary Vee or any of these books or services of the motivational speakers of the past if you hear me and realize by you honestly with good intent putting out content every day on just LinkedIn and TikTok that you'll have the leverage, not me. That's what I'm trying to get you to. Don't let me be the gatekeeper to your spring pad. You be the fucking person. No, I'm not. I'm not. Le- I'm not letting you be the gatekeeper. I'm saying it's a lot of motivational basic speakers that have come, and like Tony Robbins, Les Brown, all those yep. guys. And you, you, you the man right now. You know what I'm saying? And I'm next. I'm I'm next for real. <laughs> not joking. You know what I mean? Like I'm next. So, so my let thing me, is, let me, I pay how much? I pay how much to you? I'm I coming. Or, I'm coming or not? It don't I'm matter. Humbled. You know what I mean? I'm humbled. Yeah. Let me promise you. Yeah. I'm telling you with my soul, because I love you. I want you to be next. And the number one way you get to be next is by putting out content every day, specifically on those two platforms. I'm being dead serious with you. Okay. Cool. But we'll still do that cosign. I'm going to figure out how to do it for you one time. I appreciate it. (laughs) You got it. All right. Who's next? You're on mute. Rookie mistake. Calvin in Brooklyn, uh, you are next. And we're going to have a Brooklyn Manhattan show to close us out in, in Gary's time. What's up, Gary? Where are you, Cal? Uh, so great to see you again, man. Um, yes. So my question is around, I have my Simplero, my software company, Simplero. Um, right now, like I said, we basically have no marketing team for either the software or anything. We've just grown through word of mouth, word of mouth. by having a great product and doing great customer service. Um, I've tried in the past. We have the team Calvin. I've had other people on the marketing team. It didn't quite work out. So now it's a reset. What's the, back. what's the big, give me one minute on the learnings of why it did not work out or the hypothesis. Cause maybe you don't know yet. Yeah. The, the hypothesis, like, I, mean, um, I hired people, I think just not, not the right people, honestly, and, and lack of leadership and, and clear strategy from my side, but like I hired people, nobody thought to ask, like, who's, who's our avatar? Tar? Who's, who's our target market? Or like, you know, basic things of that nature. So, um, and I didn't think of it either. Right. So, and last, last year on Team Callum was like a lot of, just bringing a lot of people on, a lot of chaos. And, you know, I like chaos, but it didn't work out with the team. I understand. Yeah. And so, yeah, so I'm trying to figure out, like, I really, what I love doing is uh, live Q&As. I, Freaking love it, bringing people on, just answering their questions, helping them with whatever. I don't need, I enjoy it so much. I don't need to like make it transactional or anything like that. Um, so we've been doing uh, some of that and it's it's great. We're not getting a lot of traction on people actually viewing the content. So trying to figure out like, do I just do that branding like you said for a year, put out that content and not even think about monetizing it? Where are you, just, where are you distributing the content? We've been doing... YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, 
um, Twitter to some extent, not LinkedIn and not TikTok. So that's- Perfect, that excites we're me. We're starting. Exactly, They're that excites starting. me, right? Yeah. I'm sure that's in Jay's pretty head. And so you'll attack yes. that. So to me, the answer is yes, but what you can imagine will make both of you far more excited is actually seeing it getting traction, hence strategic organic content. Everything's right. This is why I'm so loud, y'all. The reason I'm yelling so loud is these doors close. Facebook fan pages were insanity in 2012. Twitter was bonkers in 2009, 10, 11. I amassed a million followers as a liquor store guy in New Jersey, right? Instagram was crazy in 2014, 15. TikTok was crazier a year ago than it is today already, already. Get on LinkedIn and TikTok organically yesterday. But understand that the content, the slang, the written words, the way you do it, need, will, it will do better if you understand the platforms. You know, when you add yeah. six, ha- when, when Sam adds six hashtags that are financial terms to his little clip, that may make 10 more people discover it. You know, when, when you lean on Jay, cause he actually is native to TikTok cause he and or his social circle lives in it. He's gonna know how to do the sticker overlays or what a duet is. That shit matters. Strategic organic content. Yeah. So in terms of, of like the, the it, feel, it feels to me like the SaaS business, the software company, there is like a lot of practice around how to market SaaS and sort of more uh, uh, direct response type of things and you know the CAC and the LTVs and all of like all of those kinds of that side of things and then there's the the content you got it uh, brand stuff, you got right? it that's why I won with empathy a pure math and art machine by the way if there was only the content part I would have never built VaynerMedia I want to build the greatest math and art CAC and LTV machine in the world and then you put, you know, so think of it like, a, like I wanna build the best batter to make the best cupcake. I'll be the whipped cream, the cherry and the sprinkles. That's what makes the ultimate cl- cupcake. But if you don't have the cupcake part, then you know what ends up happening? People just are sizzle and they lose. Got it, yes. Now, what I've really learned in my 3.0 version is I'm almost turning the sizzle into a smart CAC and LTV thing which is the hence Team Gary. And that's why we're now at this apex. Say more about that. I used to just make good videos on YouTube and I was fucking crushing, right? Now I know how to take that video and create 31 pieces of creative out of it. It's a podcast. Mm. It's an article for my blog. It's a LinkedIn post. One clip gets 14 million views from, you know, it's why Daily V started, right? It's why I started vlogging my life. I'm like, oh my God, this is the fucking powder. So I'm pushing Sam, who's busy doing other thing to do a podcast. That will be the powder to make all the other stuff happen. It's why I'm so pumped with you. I think Q&A is the number one way to make great post-creative content. So you're, cause you don't have to think, you're just answering. And then you and Jay and whoever else are then tweaking and, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's a, and you took it one step further, Gary, by now applying it to your business where you could take a tweet and make a Super Bowl commercial later down the road. Yeah, I mean, to your point, the PCS, the post-creative strategist, the person, Calvin, you'll eventually add to your team that you and Jay or whoever, you're making 39 pieces of content a week or a day, and then somebody's reading every comment from that to then inform the next thing you should do. And to James's point, 
at VaynerMedia, we've gotten to a place where a single tweet eventually became the seed that created a Super Bowl spot. Right, yeah. Fantastic. And so, so is there a way to like, how do I best leverage my software company into the personal brand? Like I'm using that audience for Q and A and using it for distribution, right? Is there, is there another way there? And then the next question is, you know, leveraging the personal brand into some of the other products that I have, like the, my body meal, meal replacement thing and other oh, things of that so nature. So I think you're doing the right thing with the business in as far as your other things, that's where Jay has to do strategic organic content, AKA, all your bios have to be strategic, right? So your URL for one week on your biggest platform, let's make pretend for now it's Instagram, has a URL that links out to the SaaS company. But wait a minute, then you're like, wait a minute, that makes no sense. The Instagram audience is much better for meals. So we're gonna put our meal thing. Oh, we're converting better there, right? Instagram story swipe ups, right? You know, mm -hmm. and so you're cross pollinating. And I mean, I always tell people before you come to this, before you work with Sasha or Vayner, audit the shit out of me. Why do I have different URLs on all my social media? You think I'm doing that for my health? I promise you I'm not. You know, why do I do this? Why do I do that? So keep that in mind as well. Mm. But it's pointing nice. people to different places based on different places you have attention. Got it. And what's your split between, so the organic LinkedIn, TikTok, get that, but um, where, do you, where does the paid come in when it, on the brand side of things? It depends on the business. But TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook are my favorite paid products. Right. And do you, so are they, are they as well, are they just based on, like, is that just awareness impressions or do you, do you track that to some other metrics? One more time, my brother, because I was replying to Jay saying that he copied my bio and I was laughing. One more time. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. Um, so when you do paid around the brand stuff, do you, do you just ba do that based on, you know, to, to get impressions and yes. awareness or? Yes, it's my general no. feel, straight up my feel. Do I think people are seeing this and now they know who Gary Vaynerchuk is? And I usually pay against either one of two things, something that went organically viral. I'm like, oh, people like this, let's pay. Or something I really want fuckers to know. Got Nothing it. in the middle. I've never seen any, I see all your organic content all this time. I never see any- I'm, not, spe I'm, not spe I'm spending more and more money on people on my team because I'm so good at organic. Mm -hmm. But I'm not against paid. I'm about to spend a lot of money on TikTok because it's so cheap. Got it. Nice. Oh, all right. If, if I have more time, I, I have a <laughs> much quite different uh, question here. So I realized that there's, there's a lot of people that I know that I could reach out to and, and do like, do like clubhouse panels with, or things of that nature or other things. That, and I just know this like insecurity that pops up in me all the time. I'm like, I don't belong. They don't want to hang out with me. They want to, they don't want to play with me and that kind of stuff. And I don't know if you have some, anything to say to that. Uh, do you remember riding a bike, swimming or kissing somebody for the first time? <laughs> yes, or I having do. sex like anything that all of us have been through this multiple times growing up had scary ass shit like it was petrified I was petrified to swim and ride a bike I was petrified to kiss a girl especially at the same petrified. time that sounds I'm just, scary you know, so like I understand being scared I just want to remind everybody you eventually did it and now it sounds ridiculous of the thought of being scared of it What's gonna happen? They're gonna make you feel bad that you're not important enough? Well, you're gonna reach out to Gary Vee and he's not gonna reply and now you think 
fuck, you know, he doesn't think I'm cool. Like, who gives a shit? Go to the next person. Yeah, no, you're right. 100%. Have Jay do it. Right? Have Jay do it, right? As way of introduction, I'm like, if, and by the way, that's, that's what you do. Like I have, notice how I said, I don't do Photoshop. I pay people to do Photoshop. I don't like it. I don't know how to do it. All right, I have a little bit of emergency. I have to bounce. We're good, Joe? Yeah, we're good. We went through everybody twice. Thanks, Gary. Bye, everyone. Thanks, Gary. Enjoy the rest of this.